And I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say I got the short straw on seats. Why? We're, we're sitting in identical seats. <laughs> They're all no, no, the no, same but, seats. But in terms of location, I'd rather be against a wall than out here. Oh really? Oh really? Do you feel threatened? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> you, <guys laughs> Welcome to Fredo Good Home. My name's Michael Hing. And joining me, as always, is a man who's drinking out of a mug with a lovely, I'll say lovely, mm-hmm. um, Basqui- Basquiat design on it. Yeah. Isn't that lovely, Ben? Uh, I, didn't, jackets, I didn't know. I didn't know who what what this was. I thought you know what I thought, Michael. It's a dinosaur with a with a crown. Yeah, I because I, I think Simon Griner, our our mutual friend, has mm-hmm. done art like this, and I think he was probably doing it in reference to this artist. You just thought it was a Simon Griner I original. Thought, I thought, oh, Simon's made mugs. That's good. <laughs> Uh, we have a not just you with a coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, we also have a guest today. He's travelled all the way across. Oh, I reckon it's the Tasman. It is the Tasman Sea. Congratulations Tasman sea from one of the islands of New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Probably the north. Well, born in the south. <laughs> okay, but well, live in the north. Uh, so uh, he's travelled from over, the south to uh, the north, uh, then uh, across the Tasman. Over several decades, has made a trip here <laughs> yeah. to my house <laughs> to record a podcast with us. It is the wonderful musician, comedian. Uh, I would say Bon Vivant. Oh Paul my Williams. god! Don't call him a fucking Bon. That's the worst is thing that you can call somebody. somebody. Is that an insult? I think it's an insult. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. I didn't. I, sometimes Hi, I, I don't really know what that means. But hello, <laughs> podcast fans. <laughs> sorry, I feel like I overreached there with my vocabulary and it backfired. It's it's like calling someone a raconteur. Well, that, if you're a storyteller, is that mm. what that means? I mean, look, I ran a storytelling night for 10 years, uh-huh. and if you called me a raconteur, I would hit you with a car. <laughs> so, uh, well, Paul, how do you feel about being referred to as a bon vivant? Again, I don't really know what that means. Oh, but it's, it's French for best vivant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and what's vivant? It, 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 means, it means pedophile. Oh. It means okay. Unfortunately. Okay. Pedophile, Unfortunately. Well, I mean, I don't like it, but it's factually pleased. No, no, no. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, how are you, Paul? How are you um, enjoying Australia? What's, what's been going I've on? I really liked it here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been here for a little while and great city. Is this the first time you've been? No. No, I've been before, but this is the longest I've been. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What have you been doing while you've been here? Have you been doing touristy stuff, hanging out, doing comedy? What have you been up to? Not a lot. I've been, I've been trying to work on my show for Edinburgh. But oh, it's sure. just oh, not happening. <laughs> um, so uh, I've mainly just been kind of wandering around. Uh, I signed up to a gym in the city where we go and we kind of sauna and swim. Oh, that's good. So mm-hmm. um, sit in a sauna a lot, uh, which seemed uh, – the other day I was like – I kind of just remembered COVID while I was in there. Oh, and this sauna. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is the worst place yeah, I could be. Of all the, yeah. yeah. Actually, I do know that you've been to Australia before because I ran into you, uh, I would say like six months ago in uh-huh. Melbourne. And the reason I remember that, because mm-hmm. it was brief, it was like, it was probably like five seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. I like ran into Paul and Aaron Chen out the front of a bar uh-huh. and I recognized Paul and I said, oh, Love to meet you. I just wanted to say, huge fan Taskmaster. Yes. Love it. And then I went upstairs, right? Uh-huh. But the reason I remember that interaction is because Aaron Chen said something to me that night at, at, in that moment. Is it a classic insane Chenny thing? It wasn't even insane. It was just like I had short hair for a very long time, right? Uh-huh. Um, like real short hair. Yes. And then I grew it out. Yes. And then- when I was down in Melbourne, that was the first time I'd kind of been out and about with longer hair. You felt like you were debuting the haircut. You know what I did? I did. This, I think <laughs> I think we were down to do a free to a good home. I think we were down to do this podcast. Uh-huh. Yes. And I was like, 
well, this is the first public <laughs> debuting of my hair. And I was feeling very good about it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was kind of it was kind of like a, a bit like I'm wearing it now, but a bit longer and kind of worn back. I would say you looked like you could have passed as uh, it was sort of a Game, game of Thronesian hair. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, like one of those <laughs> one of those early jousting knights who dies sure. in that. Yeah. yeah, but all right. Well, maybe he didn't die so early. Maybe he has a little bit of a B plot in anyway, one of the episodes. <laughs> um, anyway, well, so I went down to Melbourne and I knew I was going to see some people I knew, mm. and I was like, I "Wonder if anyone's going to mention the bloody hair." I wonder if anybody's going to because it's quite. Paul, you've only known me with hair like yeah, this, but, yeah, but it's yeah. quite a departure, right? And uh, and I thought, I don't know if it's going to. It was the first first couple of hours there, I saw a lot of people I knew. Yeah, nobody said, "Oh, look at that." You yeah. know, no, I didn't second guess it. No, I was like, "Of course that's not." His hair. It suits his and head. And also, was he in Game of Thrones? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I think he was a knight. At the I think same. I was also wearing a pea coat, so that probably didn't help. But anyway. Um, uh, then, then I ran into to, to Paul and Chenny mm-hmm. and I said, hello, Paul. And I said the thing that I just said. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, hello, Aaron. How are you? And he pointed at me and said, ooh, hello, mate. Check out Mr. Slick. <laughs> 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 and I went upstairs to that bar. I didn't talk to anybody for about two minutes while I composed oh. myself because I'd just been absolutely destroyed. And I did seriously consider, I was like, can I get a haircut before the show? <laughs> <laughs> so that's and, and also and now you can hear the other side of the story. Me and Aaron <laughs> continued down the street where he just bullied everyone's hair <laughs> who we walked past. Yeah, inspired by the yeah. man he made weep at the bar. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's lovely to have you on. Thank you so much for mm-hmm. taking the time to no. uh, come to King's beautiful house, or as Moses calls the, uh-huh. my, my son Moses, we we have swimming lessons. Not not a stone's throw from here. Wow, wow. Yeah, he does swimming lessons. You're, you no, I'm in the fucking pool, man. No, are you? I'm not learning shit. Like, I know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. But uh, whenever we drive to swimming lessons now, Moses points at this building and says, "That's where Hum lives." Oh, right. and I say, well, Hing also lives there too, and, and he it goes, just it just stony silence. Doesn't even. Doesn't not even. Register. Not even like yeah. <laughs> like like he didn't fucking hear. Yeah. Well, your son your son is made a powerful enemy today. <laughs> um, Paul, this is a podcast where we go through least classifieds and find the best and worst things available to any bargain hunters out there. Uh, are you someone who purchases things online? Are you a you a Craigslist or a Gumtree fan? Um, I'm a trade me person, Ooh, which is that's the New Zealand that's one. That's the New Zealand eBay. Yeah, or tr- or oh. um, Gumtree. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than Gumtree, personally. Interesting. Wow. I actually think it's better than eBay in terms of like, I, maybe it's just because it's what I'm used to, but not in terms of like what you can find, but in right, terms okay. of like interface, I oh. like it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Um, trade okay. me, shout out, trade me. <laughs> yeah, we are sponsored by by, by, by oh. nobody on this podcast except for the lovely people at Rode who provided these microphones. <laughs> oh, okay. But we we give, uh, and, and, our, and our wonderful Rodecaster Pro, but we give shout outs to brands on this podcast that not only have not given us money, but mm. would never in a million years give us money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so, I, yeah, New Zealand is, is. I mean, I don't want to turn this into a what is, isn't New Zealand different kind of thing, but mm-hmm. is it is strange that New Zealand has their own, like, why do they need to have their own eBay? What the fuck are you talking about? Why does why can't New Zealand just have eBay? Why do they have their own government? What do you mean? What's different? <laughs> we, we do actually have eBay. Yeah. But what, I think what happened was Trade Me got in quick. Like, oh, right. Trade Me basically, I think, because the guy who invented it, his name is Sam... Um, I can't Sam Neil, one, one of your most famous exports. <laughs> yes. When he's um, not doing his wine, he's winery. He has yeah, a winery. He, wine. Yeah, he yeah. made trade me so he could sell wine online. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, 
So it's been going around for a while. This uh, yeah, I think neck. since, yeah, for as long as I can remember, since I was a kid, but I remember being like hearing about this guy who invented this thing. But then as I got older, I was like, he didn't invent it. He just saw eBay and was like, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And, um, and then, but I think it, it got in early. So it's mm. like, but also it's just New Zealand stuff. So you right. don't have to, like if eBay, I do buy stuff on eBay, but uh-huh. it's often from the other side of the world and sure, you have to pay sure. like the, Import, export, import, tax, or whatever. Yeah, 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 stuff. yeah. What's your you, is Trade Me a trustworthy place? Do people get scammed there? Trust- You've been scammed. I, I, um, I've been scammed not on Trade Me. Oh, I, actually, I got kind of scammed once. Just a guy claiming a football shirt was real, and then when I got it, I was like, "This is going <laughs> to sound crazy." I'm actually wearing this. This is not the shirt I bought. Right. This is uh-huh. one I already owned. So this so is a, this, this is, is a 2018 is- France. Uh, home. World, World yeah. Cup. Well, yeah, World yeah. Cup. Um, it's, a, it's it's got a it's got a white rooster on it. It's blue. It's got the triple F of the French Football Federation. I imagine is that what yeah. that stands for? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm a, the main thing I look at buying online is um, football, football soccer jersey. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm like slightly addicted to buying them. It's Interesting. Bad. Favorite jersey of all time? Is it the oh, too tough. the Nigerian one that everyone loves? Is it the N- new no. Uh, the new Venice ones that everyone loves. I don't, yeah, the only, you, these, your knowledge is good. These are the only two trendy football shirts I know. About. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I I saw a guy wearing the Venice oh, uh, yeah. Venice like so, last season's um, one yesterday. Yes, yes, Venice is, is a is a is a beautiful city. There's beautiful city. They are, have a football team, and I think what happened was their stadium is quite is, is not huge. Yeah. Mm. Do you know yeah. what's funny? Whenever I think of Venice, yeah, because I've not to boast been to Venice. <laughs> So yeah. I have no wow. I have no excuse for thinking this. Uh-huh. But whenever I hear like Venice football team, I'm like, how do they? What are they mm. splashing around in the canals? Yeah, yeah. So I think <laughs> I think their stadium is very small. And so what they did was they were like, well, we can't actually have record crowds here all the time from the locals because it, you know it's, it'll it's, sink. It'll sink, right? Yeah. Mm. So they decided to try and appeal to tourists because that's who's in Venice, right? Mm. So invent yeah. And so then they hired like. I don't know. It was like Balenciaga or whatever to make their football jerseys. Oh, or whoever it was, it's some some wacko. Design. I shouldn't say wacko. Oh, that's <laughs> so, no, wacko. Some high end designer to do that, and they're yeah, they're quite trendy and quite popular. You correct mm. me on this. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, some, I've like never that. heard anybody other than my six year old mother use the word trendy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now it's me as well. Um, so wait, how did you get scammed with this jersey? Oh no, no, that's not a good story. But he just <laughs> the thing is, it's kind of bad, reflects bad on me because I was trying to buy this I same candor, the same jersey that I already own but a long sleeve version <laughs> and he assured me it was real but the thing is is like i already owned a real version of the jersey to compare it to oh sure uh, so when it came it was slightly different but it was fine it was so cheap that i was like <laughs> i can't complain it was like 20 dollars or something can i say i've already said one thing on the podcast today about uh being unspeakably sad about something which uh i don't want you to think that that's sort of that's, 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 that's our shtick. I'm like that's, the sort of happy-go-lucky one. I don't and think ben, that's true. Ben is the one who is unspeakably sad. I'm the bad boy. <laughs> but, but also I relate to if someone just says something like, it's always about kind of your physical appearance normally. Yeah. And it's just like touches that sore spot and mm. I'll just think about it forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I had this realisation the other day when somebody said to me, they were saying it like in not like a kind of confrontational way, but they were like, you know, you said something to me like five years ago that I still think about. And I was like, I... I have no recollection of yeah, doing no, that this. That happens to me all the time. But like, 
That's just such <laughs> so scary. Like it's you terrifying. can say something to somebody, yeah. and that will just live in, in their, their mind forever. And Chenny mm. doesn't remember saying this to no. me. Chenny's moved on. Chenny's engaged. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, I think we got to get him on this podcast to apologise. I don't think he would. I think if we got him in here again, he would smell the weakness in the air and he would destroy Ben again all yeah, over. I can't, you know? I can't have that we recorded. Can't you can't risk it. I, can't, I, mean, I, have, I have a child. He might listen to this one day. I need him to sort of borderline respect me. Um, but and, and, no, just I feel to, bad as, as one of his accomplices when you said it. And you did nothing. You I, just stood by. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, like, I don't person? even really remember. But when you said it, now I actually kind of do remember it. Yeah. yeah. You, you were like, I don't remember that guy's name, but I do remember him being unspeakably sad about <laughs> yeah. something. Somehow yeah. the Charlie Brown music started playing. <laughs> but anyway, I had this realization before I came to the podcast today. You know when like something not very sad happens, but for some reason it mm. just like completely ruins you for at least an hour? Yes. I, I'm expecting some cables from Amazon. Oh. Like literally just their mini XLRs to XLR. It's not even a proper cable. No. It's an adapter. These are sound cables. And- I got an email saying they're coming on Sunday uh-huh. and I went to myself, oh, I thought they were coming today. <laughs> and I felt initial. So a couple of emotional things happened there. First of all, I felt this like weird wave of disappointment. And then I realized I was feeling disappointment about not getting, not even fucking cables. <laughs> adapters. Adapters, yeah. which, I do, which I don't need to use for a month. <laughs> And but then, you wanted to open a package bit. That's what it was. Mm. And then I was like, what is ha- happening to my life? Oh, man. Um, but but oh. getting a package from online, how good? Like, even if it, even if it does good. have mini XLR to XLR adapters <laughs> in it, it is. Yeah. It's a pretty. But Moses has ruined that for me. What do you mean? Well, because Moses wants to open them. Well, okay. Well, it's not. I, I don't. I don't think you should describe that as ruining. It's ruined, Hing. but you should be. You it's should, ruined. I think you a may lot as of, well not get anything. I think a lot of fathers would find some joy in watching their child open a package. Yeah, you know? maybe it's first that, fucking time. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, I have something to share. Actually, yep. Um, before we get into the classifieds, I this is and look, this is a pretty good story. Um, I I, I went Turkish oil wrestling recently, Paul. Now, Ben, um, I put this in a group chat, but I don't know if you read it. I went Turkish oil wrestling. Um, at a put me- this in our Turkish oiling wrestling <laughs> yeah. group chat. Was, yeah. I was like, this is fairly pedestrian stuff for this chat. So, <laughs> so I went to a medieval festival and at the medieval like a, festival. Like a Ren fair? Yeah, I think it was earlier than Ren. Ren is- Oh, yeah, medieval. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I think Ren, I don't know where Ren starts, but medieval, it's like sort of- I think of, Ren starts around Henry VIII. Yeah, I think this is before that. Okay. So, uh, we flew up to Brisbane. To, I could, to I could this. be really wrong about this, and if well, people get it, if people, if people get oh, in touch, if people get in touch about the tell me to tell me when the Renaissance, I'm going to drive into a lake. Honestly, <laughs> if you, well, if, if if any of Ben's enemies are listening, <laughs> and you would like to kill him, uh, no. So we went, we went to uh, to Brisbane to go to this the biggest uh, medieval fair. In, in the southern it's hemisphere, always in the southern yeah. hemisphere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the north has some yeah. pretty big ones. Well, they've got Surely. castles they can yeah. actually use. Yeah. You know? um, and it was like still tw- twenty. Take that, tw- Argentina. <laughs> yeah. It was like twenty-five thousand people, which is a lot, in my yeah, opinion. Wow. That's a lot yeah, people. wow, yeah, huge amount of people. It's like splendor on the grass, but for what twenty-five thousand? Yeah, yeah, apparently. Wow. Um, and it was packed. It was very packed. And there was different types of medieval. There was, and everyone turns up in their different armors and stuff. Wow. And they go, where the Saxons and whatever. Is it, is it, is a very Western focused medieval? Like well, here's is, the thing. Well, here's what's from- great. I think a lot of medieval people just have a costume they wear to these things. Like if you're an, if you're a reenactor, yeah. you have a costume you wear. And so there were plenty of like, like, uh, what do you call them? Like Knights Templar types, sure. and then like Crusaders and like other yeah, Knights. Well, that's, that's a bit on the nose. Vikings, that kind of. There was plenty of them. Sure, 
And then a couple of Asian people had turned up just in full Asian getup, and I'm like, that's how fine. What? You're going to have to be more specific. Like samurais like- or like Chinese, but like you know, but they were they who wouldn't have fit in with the rest of every, the castles and stuff, right? But like that's the gear they have, so they wear it. That's fine. I'm you not. Know. You sound angry about that. I'm not angry about. Well, that. no, this is the thing that like that. Then you have like. And I'm like, those, those two groups of people, white people dressing as white people, Asian people dressing as Asian people, mm-hmm. broadly speaking, I'm fine with that. Sure. There were, however, about half a dozen what I would describe as Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Ah. <laughs> Matt, uh, Matt Damon in The Great War. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> bunch of, there's not many, but maybe half a dozen people who were very white and dressed uh-huh. in sort of conical hats, not, that's swords, the, whatnot, that That's kind the of interesting thing. thing I find about people who do this. They're never a bit white. <laughs> they're, they're always the most white people you have ever seen in your life. Um, but obviously because there's a lot of um, crusader types there, yeah. they have to have someone to sort of reenact to battle against, and so they have a sort of a Turkish area for, for Turkish people okay. and, and their friends and hangers-on to- How are, to, the, how are they? Uh, I, I, I assume they're there of their own free will. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So this has been going for like, for, I don't know, 20 or 30 years or something. So these people have been coming back every year and they, they, it's a, there, was, there was a Turkish couple getting married there, you wow. know, that big tents and stuff. And they, yeah, they, wow. they, they, they seem to be- they seem to be even though they are technically the enemies of many other people there, they seem to be very welcome. Well, everyone's the enemy of somebody. Yeah, like, exactly. you know, Moses is your mortal enemy now. And that's fine. <laughs> so one of the things that, so they do a lot of Turkish stuff. Turkish Sorry, can I just like, say, I, I uh-huh. just realized speaking of the Knights Templar and the Crusades and all that, like, which, which I feel like history is like pretty much like the jury is kind of in on that being quite a, quite an unsavory um, chapter in Christendom, right? I think like, so. I think like, it's pretty bad. I just remember that when I was a teen, a teen Christian, mm-hmm. Uh, we used to go on these things called crusader camps. Yeah, were they were they military training camps? Well, no, they were, you'd do a high ropes course, and your parents wouldn't have you for a week. But like, that's a that's a fucked up well, name now that I. Well, in New Zealand, the, there's still a rugby team. Oh, the, there is, the, yeah. the Canterbury Crusaders. They're yeah. union, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and um, is that thought of as like a fun thing, or is it thought of as a bit cruel? Well, well, in the last kind of few years, there's been like a movement to like change <laughs> Maybe the rename name. it. Yeah. yeah, and they were like. We're hearing what you're saying, mm-hmm. and we've decided to redo the logo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so they kept the name, but they got rid of the picture of the crusader with a sword above his head. Oh, okay. right. And yeah. um, and now it's like a, a C. Oh, so they've they've gone. We've, we've we've we have transcended as a rugby team. We have transcended the historical figure. Yeah. Now we're just a word. Now when people yeah. hear the word crusaders, they're like, "Do you mean the Canterbury rugby team?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Crusades. No, I yeah, was when they why won the, the 1999 <laughs> Super Rugby <laughs> Tournament, of course. I was wondering why the Pope said all those rugby players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. modern day Palestine. Yeah. Um, no, so okay. So there's this Turkish area, and they do a bunch of um, yeah. Turkish stuff there, which is very fun. I guess. I guess maybe Ottomans is the correct term. I don't know. I don't know. Look up. Don't have history, but it's vaguely the people there identified as Turkish. One of the things they do there is Turkish oil wrestling. Now, um, you've said that. You said that far too fast. I think. I think people are going to want to go back and listen to what you just said. One of the things they do there is Turkish oil wrestling. Great. Now, I've not seen Turkish oil wrestling before. Oh, you simply must. It's, it's apparently it's been going on for 600, six or 700 years mm-hmm. in Turkey, and it's a, sh- a shirtless style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So there's no leotard. It's a shirtless style of wrestling, um, and you wear these very tight leather pants. Leather. Extremely tight leather <laughs> pants that you have to get the, from Turkey. The oil's not coming out of them. No, no. That's, I oh, think that's part of it. Unless it's the kind of oil that treats leather. Well, it was olive oil. 
It was, okay. it was out of, out of big industrial jugs is what it was. It was olive oil. So there's, you have these, so there's very tight leather pants that have your name press started into the back or started into the back. So wow. I might have hing written on my butt. On your bottom? Wait, wait, you had these pants. Yeah, well, I had to get them done so I could enter the competition. Yeah, wow. Do you still have them? Yeah, they're, 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 they're at work right now. Um, <laughs> Stupid and so fucking we, job. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> okay, so so many things. Oh, there's so many things to tell you. Okay, so we, we met a guy whose name isn't whose whose name was like. If you're going to tell me all the names that it isn't, it's going to take a while. <laughs> Basically, it isn't Sam? He yeah, okay. Loved wrestling so much, he changed his name to Rasul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much he loved wrestling, and he goes to Turkey every year to compete. Or he did he, for a while. Is he of Turkish extraction? Yes, he is. Okay, uh, but recently he's aged out. Of the oh. Turkey, of, of, so after I think forty, you're not allowed to compete anymore. Or something you're like not that. allowed. Yeah, because it's a young man's game. Oil <laughs> wrestling, hmm. so he's not allowed to compete anymore. So he just sort of runs classes and does enactments here in Australia. No longer goes back to compete. Um, and he was saying he has this injury in his le- in his knee, right? And he had it strapped up. And I was like, Oh my goodness, are you gonna are you gonna wrestle today? And he looks at me and he goes, The doctors say I shouldn't, but I can't help myself. He's <laughs> <laughs> addicted to wrestling, right? This is the plot of the Mickey Rock film, The Wrestler. <laughs> well, the, it, the it, doctors it, tell him that he can't. Oh, really? I've never and, seen it, but does he cover himself in olive oil? I mean, yes. Yeah, right. Okay. He actually. I mean, he covers himself in, in something that's very slippery. So um, we're like, what do you love about this? And he goes, I love the oil. And we're like, okay. He's like, I love putting the oil all over my skin. Uh-huh. I love the feeling of the oil. Oh, okay. So he like, he's basically- mainly, like, he can do that. Like without the wrestling element. Yeah, so unless, his like, are, unless his doctor is like, you wrestle, religious. you're simply too oily. Like, yeah, yeah. You are ex- incredibly allergic to olive oil. He loves being slippery. Loves to be slippery. Who doesn't? Now, the, 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 way you, the way you play oil wrestling, also the way you oil wrestle, is you need to pin the other person to the ground or, or you can lift them up above your head. If you do either of those things, you win. Okay. Uh, probably go with the, like, yeah. the first one sounds a yeah. lot easier. Apparently, yeah. lifting someone above your head is never done, but everyone's like, that is technically a way you can win. Right. And if you ever do see it, it's like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. There's probably a chess equivalent to that. Yeah. But yeah. 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 First um, move wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing more people don't do that. Yeah. Just yeah. Stare at your opponent until they weep sadly. It's just you need to insult the, your opponent's haircut and then yeah. they yeah. 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 immediately. So, um, the, the, but, but because, uh, the reason the pants are so tight is because one of the only ways to really get a grip on everything, because everything's so slippery, is the pants. Is to put your hands inside the pants, right? Mm. And then grab the pants from the inside. Now, uh, when you grab the pants from the inside, it gives you some sort of purchase because they're so tight and then you can lift them up. Hang so on, you're trying to on. grab the body, it's too slippery. Hey, yeah. From the front or the back? Either, either. But you're not allowed to grab the junk because that's a disqualification. How would they know? Well, the other person will go, he's touching my dick or whatever, and then you get disqualified. <laughs> now, so I guess it's another system in some ways. I, I guess that's probably, Paul, you're more into sports than me, but I guess that's probably true of virtually every sport. <laughs> Like what? Well, dick, grabbing your dick is a disqualification. Yeah, if somebody yeah. Totally a penalty in I most mean, sports. golf certainly. <laughs> if, some, if somebody <laughs> reaches into your pants and grabs your penis when mm. you're playing golf, that, I reckon that wouldn't be kosher. Yeah. I think you'd get kicked out of most most sports for most sure. Sport. I can't. I'm struggling to think of a diving nut. Do you remember the time that Guy Montgomery came on our podcast? He talked about squeezing his dick and then fighting. That was one of the greatest moments of my life. Guy, guy, yeah, guy was like, you know, when somebody tells a story mm. and they think the story they're telling is a like a you know when yeah. sort of story. But do you guys not do that over here? It <laughs> must be an easy one. <laughs> 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 you know, when you 
<laughs> no, 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 no. You, no you, you, this has gone wrong in your no, head. Sorry. What Guy said, and I'll do the voice, was like, it's like, hey, you know, when you um, when you want to do a fart, but you don't want to piss yourself. <laughs> so you just grab your dick and then you can do the fart. You know how that happens, fellas. <laughs> and you were like, absolutely not. We, we were unable to speak for about three minutes. I'd have to check the tapes, but... <laughs> um, so anyway, in this in this trip, when I was being trained, this is just one many embarrassing things that happened to me. When I was being trained for this, I guess the way because you meant to grab the pants, you the way you put your hand into the pants is with your palm facing the pants. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. Right? So, so you can't grab the dick unless you can yes. bend your fingers back. Exactly. But this wasn't explained to me, and so the guy was like, the guy was like, "I'll oh, put your hand in my pants now." And I was like, what? He's like, put your hand in behind, just in the back of my pants, just so you are comfortable doing it. I was like, okay. And I put my hand in, not realizing, palm to butt. Mm -hmm. And so I sort of just cupped his butt. And he was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And I was like, what? What? He's like, like, we don't do that. I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) But I don't know how my recognition is. That's absolutely on him. How would I know? Like, you touched me with the gay part of your hand. Like, like the one one time my girlfriend, like, um, for, for a she got me a massage. We were in New York and like the woman was, cause the woman was like, okay, you get ready. I'll come back. Uh But I was like, (laughs) that's a trap. Yeah. She means like undress in some way, Uh but I can't assume like, if I I get this wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm doing in that? I'm taking off my fucking shoes. (laughs) So that's it. That's what I did. That's literally (laughs) what I did. I took my shoes off and I put my bag. I also got flustered because she was like, there's a hook there for your bag. But as soon as I put my bag on, it just came out of the wall. So I was like, so I'm panicking about that. And then, um, do you have a bag full of fucking bricks? <laughs> my bag is often heavy. It's, it's yeah, it is heavy. But um, but I think it was I think it was pre broken. Okay. Um, but so I was freaking out about that. But then I was like, how much clothes do I take off? I took off my shoes, I think, and then just was like, well, I'll just wait. And then mm. she came back and she like couldn't believe it. She was like, Paul, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, I don't really know. And then she was like, she was like, you. And but then for a second time, she didn't really explain it enough. She's <laughs> like, go on, and just yeah. left, left. And so I was like, I was like, okay, well, I think shirt off. I think is what I did. Yeah. And then left pants on. And then she came back again and she was like, no, there's like, a, a, but, that, but that's the same thing the guy's done. Yeah. It's like, you can't be mad at me. Do you know what like, been, like the ultimate power move there to go like, Paul, what are you doing? <laughs> All right, I'll come back. And then you're like, All right, fuck, take your shirt off. And then she comes back in and goes, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this is not this kind of place. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny you say that because, because something very similar happened to me. So we're, so, so after that training session, which did not go very well. No. Uh, and I got pinned a lot. He said to me, okay, now it's time to go get changed into your pants. And so I said to him, okay, well, just so I know, like you, you don't wear underwear, right? And he's like, he's like, yeah, you can wear underwear if you want to lose because <laughs> that's like, that's something to grab onto. That's my purchase, that's, that's right? The, that's the, that's <laughs> yeah. the Turkish oiled wedgie <laughs> yes, exactly. of fame. So I, so I went back into this little, um, I guess, tent to get changed. And all I know is- I've got to take my shirt off and put these pants on and I've got to take my underwear off. That's all I know, right? Yeah, but you probably shouldn't do it in that order unless you're oh, yeah. what, going to Mr. Bean it. Um, <laughs> so then as Wait, I, what's the Mr. Bean? Is it the swimming one? Where yeah, he, he takes his underwear off and take his pants off. I have a memory of, yeah, him taking his undies off. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking because at this gym where we wear a sauna, 
There's like a lot of really old guys oh my God. who just love to get it out, don't <laughs> yeah. they? And they oh. walk around. So they're not really there that much during the day, but once I went at the night in the night to just have a shower because I'd been playing soccer and I was going to a movie. And so I was like, genius plan. Yeah. And I went there and, and it was just filled with the world's oldest men walking around holding towels. Oh, yeah. They love to hold com- towels. Completely naked. Yeah. And my first thought was imagining them watching that Mr. Bean episode where he jumps <laughs> off the diving board and loses his top. And he's like, got to get out and get it. And they'll just be like, oh, well, like, yeah. what's, what's, what's the like, problem, yeah. Mr. Bean? Yeah, go do it. Like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> speaking of old men in changing rooms. Oh, sure. So we, we, I had swimming lessons with Moses Of today. course, you went swimming. He, uh, so he's three and a half and he doesn't like putting his head. So I, this is just context, pointless mm-hmm. context, but I feel like two weird things happen at swimming lessons. Uh-huh. One. Mo doesn't like put his head underwater. Mm. Uh, it's, I think it's the hair, Mr. Slick. It's like <laughs> it's, um, it runs in the family. Son of, son of Mr. So, Slick. Yeah. Um, and so, like every single Saturday, we're getting like millimeters closer to getting that head underwater. Right? Like mm. he puts his little mouth underwater, and then like next week he puts his little nose underwater. And yeah, anyway, like, the swimming teacher today, who clearly had enough of it, which is so strange because like it's. It's a it's very children. common it's a- and obvious problem with yeah. children. I've seen – Moses is not alone in this. But anyway, yeah. he was like uh, – Mo was like, Daddy, I don't want to do it. I don't want to put my head underwater. I was like, well, pal, what are you just going to – he's like, give him to me. I was like, hmm? <laughs> And he's like, come here, Mo. And so, like, I give my – because I'm in the pool. I give my son to, to this guy. And, like, have you ever seen one of those, like, Greek Orthodox baptisms? <laughs> <laughs> Where the priest just goes fucking nuts with the kid, just like. Duck, ah, duck, 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 duck. So anyway, that was happening. Very traumatic. <laughs> Hand handed back to me. Um, Mo just looking at me like, how? How could you? <laughs> You and, just stood. And you did nothing. You did nothing, you did nothing Dad. He's like, you were just like Paul that time with Jenny that you tell me about all the time. That was you, Dad. So anyway, it's already not great. We go into the after the after the uh, after the swimming lessons. We go into the change rooms and have a shower. Uh-huh. Right. So like, I'm having a shower with Mo because uh, he doesn't want to shower by himself. Uh-huh. But I'm in my I'm in my boardies still. Uh-huh. Mo's nude because he's a child. He's a child. Innocent child, a cherub, if you will. Anyway, then this like old mate, just like, like somehow more naked than naked. You know what I mean? Like somehow, <laughs> just like kind of walking towel in hand, yep. goes into the shower next to us. No doors on these showers. <sighs> it's like it's prison, <laughs> and he just starts making these fucking noises. Like, what kind of? What do you mean? Okay, I'm not going to necessarily replicate them on the podcast. Uh-huh. And I know that like sometimes you, when you're a parent, you get a little bit paranoid. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, that guy's jerking off. Oh. And, and now I'm going to have, and I was actually like, fuck, I'm going to have to like work out a way to like go into the next cubicle and be like, you need to stop that without upsetting Mark. Uh-huh. He could have been a New Zealander who was um, trying to not, um, <laughs> no, not, not piss while he farted. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it was like these noise like, oh. Yeah, right. It was a, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Right? So it was pretty, yeah. So oh, I was like, wow. fuck. So I was like, wait there, little buddy. I'm just going to go. And I went. I'm going to kill a man. <laughs> yeah. And I went like to look at him and he was just having a real nice time in the shower. <laughs> so he wasn't jerking off. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, he's jerking off, but he's loving it. So, so you. So <laughs> but from his perspective, what he saw was a man come from the next cubicle, <laughs> look into the shower like, Righto, and then walk back. Yeah, so, he's, he, he, yeah. so he's going to be furious at you. Probably. I mean, nobody's happy in this story. <laughs> mm. um, okay, so the guy says to me, 
take off your own, like take off your own and put on the, the, oh, the leather pants. Yeah. And so we go in this little tent to get changed. Now my radio partner and I, I've never seen each other naked, but we're just like, I guess, I mean, I feel uncomfortable about this, but it's like, we just go back culturally. To, back this, to back. Yeah, sure. It's, it's fine. We didn't have to, you know, um, so we just like, we want to do the right thing. So we, we get naked, right? We get fully naked in front of each other. Oh. Not looking or anything. We're just naked, right? At this point, one of the guys over the fence hands us a, like a 10 liter thing of olive oil and says, you'll need to oil up yourself before you put the pants on. And so we go, okay. So we're pouring oil into our hands and now we're rubbing it on ourselves, right? And along, or bang, without being too graphic, around, on, on the bits that they need to go in pants. So my whole lower half, I'm running yeah. olive oil up and down, but dick, legs, yeah, no, ankles. I'm, I'm familiar with that area. Everything, right? Like, <laughs> and and then I go, how much oil do you put on? He's like, he's like, when you think you've put on enough oil, put on more oil, right? <laughs> so now we're just, I, I don't know. There's like liters of oil all over my body, right? That's not cheap. Like olive oil mm. isn't like, yeah. I mean, well, I imagine this is an extra virgin not, stuff, but like, not, not, not first price. Not first price. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. At this point. Like we feel very uncomfortable, but we're like, I guess we're here to do oil wrestling, so we just do what they tell oh, us yeah, to do. Yeah, when in Turkey, well, Turkey well, <laughs> when in, yeah, when in Kabulcher in Queensland. Yeah. At this point, the the wrestle from before he walks in to check on us to see how we're going, and he sees the two of us naked, rubbing oil all over our bottom halves, and he looks at him and goes, "What are you doing?" Oh. <laughs> and we're like, what, what? Did, what did you do wrong? What was the wrong thing? He was like, well, I was like, what? He's like, he's like, cover up your private area. I'm like, what? And then he goes into a second tent and gets a bag out of the tent and hands us these small little towels. He's like, why are you covering up with these towels? And we're like, where are you going to towels over there? How the fuck are we supposed to do towels there? And he's like, he's like, so he just thinks we're like these insane exhibitionists. That game though, I agree with Paul. This is on yeah. him. Also like, he's- a fascinating character. <laughs> yes, Someone yes. who's like seems to have devoted his life to like semi-nude oil wrestling <laughs> yeah. and is like this weird prude. Scandalized yeah. by seeing my butt. <laughs> also, oh, another great thing about him, his 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 teenage son was was there and we were like, hey, like you, you, do you wrestle like your dad? And he got real awkward. He's like, no, man, we're into this kind of stuff. No, no, I'm not into it. I'm like, okay, What's cool. he doing at the Ren Fair? And he's like, I just come here <laughs> to help out my dad. I'm like, well, what do you do to help? And he's like, I have to take photos of my dad. Oh. <laughs> So I can't think of anything as if you're a teenager, I can't think of anything worse than having to spend your weekends going to Renaissance or to going to medieval, medieval fairs yeah. with your oiled up dad taking photos of him wrestling <laughs> other men. I would the most uncomfortable. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, that's my uh, noodle. Eventually I got the pants on. I, they were so tight that I have, you can see a bruise there on my hand from where I had to try and get it on. How got, did the, the wrestle go? Yeah. Um, did uh, you and Lewis wrestle each other? Yeah, we wrestled a lot. We Ooh, wrestled a lot. Do you know Lewis? No, what's the full name? Uh, Lewis, Lewis Hobber. No, I don't, I don't think, think you either. So. Okay, well, yeah. I've, 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 ha- I've had experience with both of you, not wrestling experience. <laughs> I'm just trying to work out who would win. Well, because we, Lewis has got the reach. He's a tall fella. Yeah, uh, it was for TV, so it was a little bit up and down. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, was, yeah. oh, it, was, it was. Oh, it was. I think he lost after saying that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he lost. It was, like, was kind of rigged. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of rigged. Yeah, I mean, I, I got humiliated, <laughs> but it was obviously you were rigged. Yeah, we did. We did. wrestled a lot. And was it fun? It was pretty fun. Was yeah. pretty was, fun. Were you slipperier than you imagined you'd be? So slipperier. What's you like, slip all over the place. What's like? What ground are you on? Grass. Grass. Yeah. Grass. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I was picturing like 
almost like mud, but I don't know where I got that. No, from. no, it's, gra- it's, grass, it's, yeah. it's grass. It's grass, but then what you don't realize is because you've got to re-oil in between rounds and also you're it's <laughs> we were told that the etiquette is to oil your opponent as well. Right. So once you're all dressed, you, by the way, they have to use a tire jack for some of the people to get the pants on. A tire jack? Yeah. So the pants are so tight. They need to jack them open with a tie jack, and then before they restrict, then you need See, to, to put me, them on. See, to me, I would think that bef- like that would shatter your pelvis before it would. <laughs> like, have, the pants would give. I have so many fucking no, 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 no. So you, you're not you, the tie jack never touches you. Oh, yeah. you, <laughs> I imagined like it goes pants jack. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you wedge the pants around the tie jack, then jack the pants open. Okay, and then okay, and then, like, oil, and then oil up the pants. It sounds like a kind of Wallace and Gromit <laughs> yeah, sort of contraption. It's a Rube Goldberg. Machine to get my pants on. Um, um, so I think you were lucky that it was olive oil because I reckon if I had to be covered in oil, that is yeah. the, the oil choice. You that is the also choose. So a few years ago, Paul, I worked on a TV show that uh, s- several guests on the brag. podcast were on. Yeah, brag, <laughs> whatever. It's not a big deal. It's just TV, man. It's just yeah. yeah, whatever. I've been to Venice, worked on a TV show. I'm bloody, I'm bloody Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> but uh, so it was tonightly, and it was hosted by former guests on the show, Tom Ballard, mm. and there was Nina. a character on there called Mr. Oily. Well, this is the thing. So we got cancelled, but. Network's very- In not- the TV sense or like- <laughs> No, in the, t- in the yeah, TV okay. sense. Yeah. Network's very- I mean, very- Ben had some bad tweets, but you know. <laughs> it, for, for this, for reasons that will come apart- There's a lot of photos of Ben in a samurai outfit that were very proper. <laughs> it was tasteful. It was an homage. Uh, but uh, yeah, networks very rarely tell comedy shows that they're cancelled while they're still on air. Right. Um, because when they do that, the comedy shows, while they're still making episodes, will just be like, all right, yeah. well, we'll just do whatever the fuck we want now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that is what happened with tonight. We had like eight episodes left or so. And yeah. they said, they called us into the office and said that we're not making this show. So it was like probably the funnest creative eight weeks of my life. Yeah. And as a result of that, Greg Larson, former guest on the show, yes. lovely man, uh, came up with a character called Mr. Oily, which Tom, our host, uh, would just be like, uh, well, th- thanks very much. That was an interview with the Greens deputy leader, Larissa Waters, uh, and now Mr. Oily. And it was Greg Larson rolling around on a tarp uh, covered in oil. Saying <laughs> now things- what oil did you use for that? Well, this is the thing. So this is what I'm getting to. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. He'd say things like, I'm so oily and uh, oh, I'm the oiliest fellow, you know, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. You know yeah what I mean? Catchphrases yeah. like that. I think we used him like five or six times in <laughs> yeah. those eight weeks. Anyway, because it was the ABC and yeah. there was no money. I, I I'll, couldn't I'll, afford first pressings. Couldn't forget. For, we couldn't afford olive oil. So I, I'll text him after the podcast and I'll put it on our discord so mm. I can remember, uh, so I can clarify this, but from memory, it was real fucking scuzzy, like worst of the worst vegetable oil. Oh, and I right. think Greg, like for those eight weeks just didn't stop stinking. Well, the, the yeah, we asked about the kinds of oil mm. and apparently a lot of other oils turn solid at temperatures at like room temperature or whatever. Really? Right. Yeah. If really? It, yeah. If, and so if they'll gunk up on your skin and stuff and whatever. And so like, I don't know what, like, I don't know what the alternative oils were, but mm. olive oil has a pretty good, I don't know, like liquid threshold or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it'll I've stay I've slippery. I've often said that of, of yeah. olive oil. It'll stay I'm, slippery. I'm kind of fancy. So if I'm wrestling, it's truffle oil. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that gives you an edge because some people, myself included, can't stand that yeah, smell. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. My, um, my mother, who's fond of saying trendy, uh-huh. is also fond of saying that when she and my father started dating, oh, you, could hang o- on. You, could, you could only get olive oil oh. in chemists. <laughs> when that, did they start dating? Like in the 70s. 
So is this before they were like Greek or Italian people in Australia? Well, they were there, but like their, their, their right. cuisine was considered like fucking wackadoo out there. <laughs> so what did, what, what would well, you I was do? hoping that one of you two could tell me because mum has told me that fact, I would say 50 times in my life. I don't know. But what would you I, use to cook if not olive oil? Oh, no, no. I don't know about cooking, but I'm, I'm wondering the other side of that. Like what the fuck was the medicinal side of olive oil? I'll tell you what, if you rub olive oil all over your body. Yeah. And then you are unable to get to a warm shower at a medieval fair. <laughs> for, for example. For six or eight hours after the wrestling. Yeah. And then you have to travel home in an ABC <laughs> car with naught but a towel between you. You drove from Brisbane to Sydney? No, 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 from Kabul to oh, the right, hotel, right, yeah. yeah. And then and then, and then, then the camera operator is yelling at you saying, don't get the seats so oily, but you're like, I can't, I don't, I don't choose to be this oily. <laughs> For example. And then it's, it, it's sort of eight hours by the time you get into a shower. How is your skin? Uh, well, there are parts of my skin that have really broken out in some acne. And really? Yeah, n- not none- Upsettingly, there are no places that are sort of visible to the human eye right oh, now. Dear. There are some other areas that are really have been wrecked for about a week oh, now, and I've needed to um, really tenderly deal with them. Sort of a, a pant rash is I what I'm dealing you, with. I don't know about you, but I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't love knowing that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I loved it. Thank okay, you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I, um... (laughs) Yeah, I uh, before when you were talking about the shower, I just had a bad memory from literally a few days ago at the sauna gym. Yeah, where it's not really related, but at this gym, it's right in the CBD, and it's like um, really bizarre. It's like this underground kind of pool area, but there's a family called the Packers in Australia. Oh, oh, we've heard of them. Yeah. These are billionaires. Yeah, billionaires. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't really One know of them. them was briefly married to Mariah Carey. Wow. And then she, I think when they left, she took a lot of his money and was like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah. And, and also, it was a great, yeah. a great move. For, we're on team Mariah, frankly. Yeah, wow. Well, because I think this gym used to be, okay, who's the current Packer man? Uh, Is there a James. James. James, yeah. And then who was the dad above him? Kerry. Kerry. I think it was Kerry Packer's old personal gym. Okay. Or sauna oh. place or whatever. But the rumor, this was a guy was telling me in the sauna, um, as I was stewing in a lot of COVID probably. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm fine. Um, and he, um, he said that the Packer guy yeah. had a, there's a secret apartment somewhere. In attached, the gym? Yeah, like attached to it. And he would bring like mistresses. Oh, yeah. right. Okay. Right. But so. <laughs> to the gym. Yeah, yeah, like or the gym complex. Yeah, like yeah. next to it or whatever. But right, there's like okay. a, maybe a door connecting it. So ever since then, because there are like there's a bunch of mysterious doors around. <laughs> so we were like, we gotta find this. Yeah, like, testing yeah. doors yeah, yeah. for secret passages. Asked a few staff members. They've been like, yeah, maybe kind of thing. Anyway, I was up in this one like exercise area, and there was a gym, and I saw a gap of light above the. Um, sorry, not a gym, a door. Okay. A gap of light b- above it, and I went and stood on a rowing machine. <laughs> Hearing in, a woman's changing room. 
<laughs> which is which I knew was downstairs, but I didn't know it was two stories. Um, and I didn't see anything bad, but I was like, I looked and saw cameras, and I was like, like oh, oh, I had to be like, I had to like, explain myself. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking for the secret fuck tunnels. Yeah. I'm not a pervert. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> you accidentally porkies yourself. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, <laughs> that is incredible. Well, um, Michael, we've hit the 40 minute mark and are yet to read a classified. Should we do a quick one? Yeah, all right. You got one Sorry. for us? Uh, or do we do Paul's one? Yeah, let's do Paul's one. Uh, okay. Paul, would you like to this? this was taken from. Uh, this is just from Craigslist in North Carolina. Hello, oh, North yeah. Carolina. Mm-hmm. I have been to North Carolina. No big deal. Wow. wow. Okay, the Venice well, of America. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, so I just start from the subject yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. I need a wig. Okay. This person's after a wig. I have a DUI court on the 14th and I got drunk and watched Last of the Mohicans <laughs> and ran into the bathroom and gave myself a mohawk. <laughs> I refuse to cut it off. Okay. But I can't go to court with a friggin' friggin' in, in uh, yeah. caps. No, in. No. in in brackets. Okay. <laughs> um, with a friggin', I can't go to court with a friggin' mohawk. So anyone have a wig? I don't care how ridiculous it is. Tell me your price. This is not a joke. Name your price. I, uh, look, I, don't, I, I was going to say sympathize, but I, I, I can't go that far. Mm-hmm. I understand the predicament that this shithead has put himself in. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Because we're cinephiles. <laughs> and, you know, like, I watched Avatar the other day and dyed myself blue. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you love a movie. You love- Can you imagine <laughs> if you had a mohawk and turned up to court? And the presiding justice was Justice Aaron Chan. <laughs> the savage, the savage ruling. Hey there, Mr. Spiky. <laughs> I, look, I haven't seen Last of the Mohicans since I was. Oh, you know what? Mm. I was thinking of Dances with Wolves. Okay, never mind. Because okay. I was, I was going to say, I was going to argue that I actually don't know if there are any. Mohawk hairstyles in that film. No, I think, but I think there are. I think Mohicans is very Mohawk heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, your wife, Anya, yes. is a lawyer. Yes. But she wears uh, she wears a wig to, to court because they have to. Oh, yeah, like a like a like a barrister's a wig. A barrister's yeah. wig. Yeah. Do you think if a defendant turned up in a barrister's wig? <laughs> yeah, being like, well, you get one. <laughs> Uh, Are you allowed to? It's like if you just turn up in a judge's week, what could, they can't do anything. What are they going to do? Well, also, this guy doesn't specify that he's like that. He's not the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does say they have DUI court. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's presiding. Maybe he's presiding. Um, in Ameri- well, in America, they don't wear wigs. Are they? No, in America, what? they think it's very like, yeah. Also, if you're a judge or a Glad you just wear the silly robes. Oh, no, I know that because I've seen Ally McBeal or Simpsons or other the procedurals. Not a wig in sight. Yeah, they think wow. wigs are silly. And the I'll judge tell you what, in the Simpsons. Right. Yeah, it's British movies. I think yeah. where they have wigs. In New yeah. Zealand, judges wear wigs or what? What do you I reckon? Th- I think so. Yeah. Okay. My granddad was a judge, but oh. in Canada. Oh, okay. I reckon Canada has wigs. I think he did wear wigs. a wig. Yeah, I, I think, think it's a Commonwealth thing. I think is, the, a is the wig a family heirloom of sorts? Because they're quite expensive, aren't they, man? They are hugely expensive. Mm. What's Anya's? Anya's ones were worth. Did you have to get it? You get one forever, right? Or do you get you it changed? You get one forever, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, 
I actually cannot tell you the price because Anya told me the price and my- bro- And you met in black yourself. I mean, I basically just met in black myself. She was like, I'm just going to go get this wig. It's, a, it's There's one guy in Sydney. It's like the it's like the wand guy in Harry Potter. Like, the wig truth. Yeah, you yeah. like go, like honestly, it's like this one like, old hmm, Greek man, yeah. I think. Horse hair. No, seriously. And she, she was like, oh, it's going to cost a bit more because it's not horse hair. It's some animal that I was like, what the oh. fuck? <laughs> it's just an animal only rich people know about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. So but, yeah. have you ever, you've not, have you seen your granddad's wig or anything? No. No, I remember alone. seeing some portraits and I think he might've had a wig on and Damn. like one of them. Yeah. You know, like a Damn. judge photo. I think this man's made a tactical error because I know he's like, look, I'm up against it. I just yeah. need any wig. Mm, yeah. But he has said- uh, I don't care how ridiculous it is. Mm, now, mm, if wow. he's concerned <laughs> is, is that his mohawk means the judges are going to like yeah. the party wig yeah. that I provide for him or the mohawk mm. wig, because that would be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that yes. would, that yeah, would be a real yeah. fuck you to this drink driver. Do you think last of the Mohicans is, are there any other famous hairstyles you would prefer from a, from a movie? Like, have you ever been influenced from uh, cinema to get a particular hairstyle? Do you know what? I was watching, we've spent a lot of time today talking about my hair. <laughs> I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood three nights ago with my oh, wife. Yeah. Did, 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 did it um, inspire you to go barefoot more? <laughs> yeah, really did. What uh, inspired Mr. Slick? <laughs> like, <laughs> during. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. I just, mm-hmm. I grew my hair long because I was in lockdown. Yeah. And then I was but like. You were probably watching a lot of movies in lockdown. Yeah. I guess so. Maybe. It was like, you, it, was wasn't, slicked back? it wasn't the full Gordon Gecko, Right, okay, yeah. but close but to But enough maybe. that Aaron would go and then Mr. You, Slick. And when he said it, it rang true to you. Well, I so was, it was a little bit Gecko. A little bit Gecko. I was watching uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and I saw Brad Pitt. What's his hair like in that? His hair in that is divine. But <laughs> and I said to my wife, How said, would I, look? I said, I'd like that hair. Uh-huh. And she didn't say anything. She said, look, the, the wig guy only does judicial wigs. <laughs> he can't do Yeah, Ollivander can't. Uh, yeah, she I was think, silent. I think she didn't comment. Oh, no, she was just more like, she said like very half-heartedly, yeah, bless right. her. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah? She said, she said, oh, you've already kind of got that hair. <laughs> oh, that, she doesn't mean that's that. That's a real wife thing to say. You, you know, know what I mean? As I recognise we're, we're sort of wrapping up, but yes. one last, hum, has a, a very strong pref- uh, request mm-hmm. for the however many years we've been dating that I grow a moustache. Oh, yeah. And and not a beard, just a moustache. I think be- you'd look good with a moustache. Well, you and me are quite patchy boys. Yeah, yeah. You know it, takes I mean? me, it takes me sort of like six months to sort of grow a reasonable, yeah. non-embarrassing beard. You and I are kind of, I think that's why we're friends in a way. <laughs> We're, we have we're friends because we have a contractual obligation to this podcast. That's <laughs> true. I, I, I'm glad um, Anya drew that contract have, up. Have you have you have you ever had just a moustache? Yeah. Yep. Again in lockdown. How did that go for you? Anya fucking hated it. Okay. And she really like she said to me, "I'm going to shave that in your sleep." And <laughs> and we had a nice laugh about it. And then you when, when I was like tucking myself into bed, <laughs> getting ready to go to bed, she was like, "I worry." That you thought I was joking. <laughs> uh, have you ever grown just a moustache, Paul? A bunch of times, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. How do you look it'll be moustache? more that I'll grow a beard and then I'll shave, shave the rest. And then, yeah, yeah, right. And one day just have a moustache. And uh, has, has, you mentioned your girlfriend, uh, does she have a preference to the moustache? I think not? she liked it. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. I think she actually was a fan. But I, I personally like, I like it but can't handle it for too long. Interesting. What's the What's the biggest issue? Is it looking like a sex pest or is it? I don't know. I weirdly feel like I look a bit, like I feel like I need to be older. That's to pull what I it think. Off. I always 
think someone with a moustache is probably like 20 years older than me. It's a, it's a guy who's 50 years old who has a moustache. That's kind of how I feel. I don't. Yeah, I think we know so many great moustache guys that like mine, I was just like, well, this is an embarrassment really? to the great moustache guys we know. Who's- oh, Guy Montgomery, Carlo Ritchie. Ben Russell. I like, don't think of them as moustache guys. Ooh, you, I think I have. What's that? No, face I, blindness that Dave I, has? I have a similar thing. I have, I have hair moustaches. It's yeah. like the other day. You, do you know Demi Lardner? Yeah. So um, I was talking. So I've talked about Mo a lot on this podcast. It is, in fairness, 99% of my life. Mm. Um, He's your son. But uh, I you was. You named your kid Mo after your favorite <laughs> facial <laughs> yeah, hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh, that's going to be a tragedy. If he has my genes, he's going to be unable to grow a good moustache. His name's going to be Mo. What have I done? <laughs> anyway. Uh, I should have called him Mo. <laughs> I was on the way to hang out with Demi uh-huh. and Mo said, where are you going? Where are you off to? He didn't say that. No child says, where are you off to? But he was like, I was like, I'm just going to hang out with Demi. And he was like, which one's Demi? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, Demi, like you, we had dinner with Demi. She's little and she's like, she's like mummy's well, height. everyone's big to Mo. Yeah. But I was, I was like, she's like mummy's height and she's funny and she has blonde hair. And Moses was like, no, she doesn't. Oh. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. She hasn't had blonde hair in like years. Mm. I have hair blindness. Like yeah. Demi hasn't been blonde for a very long time. 400 years. But yeah, it's weird that Mo. First of all, was like, I don't know who she is. And second of all, was correcting me. What yeah, the fuck, man? I'm with you. He's more sensitive <laughs> to your, like, friends than you are. That's my, interesting. Yeah, my female friends. You know what I mean? Like, it just goes to show there's a blindness there on my part. Um, <laughs> um, you really, really don't realise that Guy Montgomery has a moustache? I reckon if you if you ask somebody to name three things about Guy Montgomery. It's not, is it permanent? I don't know. He sometimes doesn't have it. Really? Yeah, right. I think his mum doesn't like it. <laughs> I know a lot about his moustache, actually. Did he have um, it during Taskmaster? I can't remember. Did he have it? I think. I actually think he didn't have it. Yeah, maybe he didn't. But there was definitely a long period where he had it, and then when he got rid of it, it was like was it weird. weird? It was a it thing. was weird because it, it was so ingrained in his face. Yeah, yeah. But then obviously, like he looks great either way. I want that Handsome on record. Man. Handsome. Man. Oh, one of the best. Yeah. Um, I think of him as just a voice. Because like, often when I you we met guy. I know. I would say a dozen times. Yeah, I hang out with Guy all the time, but I, yeah. I, I, his, his primary attribute to me is his voice uh-huh. and the fact that he's a little bit like the guy from the cartoon, The Thornberries. Nigel. He's, yes. I think oh, he, yeah, he does get that a lot, I think. Yeah. I guess that he has a moustache. Yeah. That's yeah. probably why. Yeah, okay, it's all yeah. come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Paul Williams, thank you so much for joining us today. No, thanks. Sorry we didn't get through more of the- No, uh, we are talking about Turkish oil wrestling too much. Um, yeah. uh, you mentioned you're doing a show in Edinburgh. Uh, we have a we have a bunch of listeners in the UK, hopefully none in um, England, which we call Pedophile Island, but um, <laughs> there are probably some in Scotland who might enjoy your comedy. Um, mm. Where if people are interested, uh, what are you up to? I'm doing- a uh, comedy show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. It's at 4.30 at Assembly Roxy. Mm-hmm. And it's- uh, yeah. All Fest? All Fest. And it's, the Paul, it's like a Paul Williams show? Or is Paul it a- Williams, just me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. It'd be amazing if it was like, he was, no, it's Stephen K. Amos. It's Paul <laughs> just doing Stephen K. Amos gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like it's half an hour before his show though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? Oh, just done someone else's jokes. That would be, but like quite explicitly, been like, look, Will Anderson's show is on at nine. I'm on at 8.30 and I cost half as much. I've seen the whole show and know it by heart. (laughs) You know who, I'm a former guest on this show, Tom Walker, tried to do that, but obviously shares the management company with Will Anderson. And so was rightly told by several of the people in there being like, no, you can't do that. But I think he was going to call his show I'm the Willress or something, like one of Will's very successful show titles. Um, We have something to plug, Michael. Yes. We're going down to Melbourne in September. Uh Uh-huh. 
Back down for round two. I might premiere a new hairstyle down there. Wow. Mr. Um, Mohawk coming soon to Melbourne. uh, And on the 2nd of September, that's two days before Father's Day. It's a Friday night. If anybody wants to bring me a Father's Day gift because I won't be getting any in that lonely city. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, We're going to be doing a show. At uh, Comedy Republic. Yeah. It's a a late show. Um, Usually when we do Fred Wilgood Homes, it's it's, it's on a Sunday afternoon. And this time, uh, this time, wait, when is this? Second of September. Second of okay, September. Yeah. Doesn't clash with mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you could potentially make both. Yeah, you, could you could fly from, for example, wherever you are to Edinburgh, yeah. watch all 32 of Paul's shows throughout the fringe yep. and then come fly back. back for to Sydney, soothing sorbet, Melbourne, or whatever. Fred, we'll our show. We haven't announced guests because we don't have them yet. But no. uh, keep an eye on our Facebook and our uh, socials Discord and, and whatever we else. Do some sort of deal where it's like, yeah. A ticket to each. Oh, sure. The true the sampler pack. <laughs> you know what? If you can show us a receipt to Paul Williams's Edinburgh Fringe Festival show, we will grant you free entry to our show. That's actually, that's a deal. <laughs> that's it. That's a guaranteed deal. If you are able to watch, in fact, you know what? You get a ticket it, stub. Yeah, if you show us a ticket stub to a Paul Williams comedy show in-, in And he's signed. Let's not make this- Sign Edinburgh. It's in, no. What do you- No, because they could forge it. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. Gorgeous. I'll have to come back to be like to verify. They were there. We'll let you in free. Anyway, um, that's all we have to plug. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the cave, then I'm the love that you look for. Write to me and escape. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 